0: Oh, babies. They had to be in a there. Still in first though. Thanks Irene. Thanks Irene. Thanks Irene.
1: Um, we had to wait to click that record because Bill is putting us to sleep with his fantasy football, fantasy baseball talk that I'm sure you're in first place, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Your yep. boners. Your boners always coming in hot, baby.
1: Congratulations. Uh, Late out of work today there, Bill?
0: Yep. Sorry for my absence.
1: It's okay.
2: You were absent. It? You were here. Tough cage work.
0: No cage work.
2: It's good. It wasn't grooming day. No, Sundays. That's... Sundays are grooming day. How dare you ever forget that?
0: Sundays and Wednesdays. Oh, ah.
2: Wednesdays too, twice a week. She grows hair back that fast. Technically, uh-huh. it's today. Technically, wow. Wednesday is today. So, so we're yeah. Tuesday so, nights. As soon
0: so. as we get rid of this show, I'm going right over. <laughs> Muff diving for dinner. You
1: did just say you
2: were hungry. He did.
0: <laughs> he is,
2: yeah, might need seconds. I like how you changed venues once again. I did. What's the thought process in that? Yeah, what know. is what is your idea? Like you just well, like ah.
0: I just didn't have the table set up, so I just set up upstairs <laughs> when I switched my station.
2: I actually don't time. really care about
1: that. What I do care about though is our. Um, Tuesday show that we recorded on Sunday completely went off the fucking rails because you drank an entire f- bottle of Hendrix within the forty-five minutes that we recorded. Uh, less than. Can you, than, it, can less you just
2: than.
1: let us know how that all uh, that all worked out? Okay, obviously. Oh yeah, got in the card drove.
2: <laughs>
1: we'll beat that. When you Welcome said that, you, no wait, show.
2: wait. When you said that text message, I'm like, there's no fucking way you actually did that. I that like great. that she knew how to identify exactly what you were drinking. How many well, when you, when you walk through the front door
0: and go, what's up, bitch tits? That's probably how she knew.
1: He <laughs> smelled like how a how pine many Hed- tree.
0: How many Hendricks did you have tonight? I don't know, two.
1: <laughs> he falls over. Dozen. <laughs> Welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show, Wednesday edition, June 23rd. Welcome to the show. Nothing special today in my calendar. Tomorrow's the full moon.
2: Isn't it a so, pink moon or something? Or strawberry a strawberry moon? It'll be a special day for, for grooming day. Full moon.
1: <laughs>
2: Woo. Is that a rhino?
1: Sounds a rhino make. If you want to find that out, head on down to White Birch Brewing, Nashville, New Hampshire. Uh, Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The rhinos are always roaming down in White Birch. Get yourself something a lot more interesting. Ray is time traveling tonight. We like Rich,
2: it. We're going. We don't need roads. You've How many times have you watched Back to the Future on Netflix? Too many times. How many times I, have, one many and times two, have you waited three. to
0: hear that? How many times have you waited to say that dumb line in, in this show?
2: Yeah. What time is it? It's eight oh eight, 12
1: He's
0: hours. watching
2: the
1: movie. That it's coming. It's coming. His kids roll with shut the fuck up <laughs> where we're going. We don't need roads. <laughs> what can I help you with, baby? <laughs> uh, if you want to get that excited about something, head on down to White Birch Brewing. They got the best craft beers in New Hampshire. Uh, check out their social media sites. They're always posting fun uh, rainbow style uh, flights. They got terrific pints. Obviously, you can get it in cans. You can get it in cans at your local uh, beer store if you do, wherever you get it. So- Tell him the simple minds boys sent you white Birch brewing. I thought we'd start talking baseball. Thought we'd give Billy baseball a chance. Uh, this is clearly based on our last show. And depending, I didn't know what type of mood or uh, where he Brinks. was going to be mentally. So I figured we'd start with what he could coherently discuss at the beginning and see where we got from there. Uh, Red Sox are currently playing versus <laughs> Wander Franco in the Rays, the number one prospect in baseball. Uh, Rays have been struggling lately. Do you think the the the, the Red Sox actually picked up the lead? They're in first place in the AL half East the yet again by half a game. Do you think that they brought up Franco because they've lost six in a row, or do you think that this was the time that they had in mind? Or where do you think the Rays yep. are at? And give me your thought on this important, <laughs> by the way, very important series for the Red Sox here.
0: Yeah, I think the the reason they brought him up is to manipulate uh, service time. You you wait till mid June to do it. You know, you get an extra year out of them, I believe you know, of a service time. Tampa's notorious for, for doing that. You know, I thought when they were traded, Will, Willie Adams that, you know, he, he was coming up then I texted a buddy and he's like, no, mid June. So, I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you're almost a half, you're 72 games in the season. You got 90 games left. You're 17 and eight against the AL East right now. Combine the Red Sox. That means you have about half your games out of those 90 against the AL East. And this is, you know, you don't have you're not. I don't think you're playing great outside of your division. You've seen Houston destroy you, a couple of series now. That's a big series. Even the White Sox. I mean, you were two and two against them, but they're you know they're probably the number one team in the American League right now. So I mean, you got to beat up. You got to you know it's you can't throw these series against your ALEs because you got to beat it up. you right now you're a playoff team. You're fighting Tampa who's a playoff team. I know they lost six in a row, but I mean they're still there. And if the the hype is real on Franco, I mean that's a huge jump to that offense he's the five two player he, they started him at third tuesday or tonight as we record this he's already got a mm-hmm. run He's bat in second i mean you know you've seen his success with tatis you know machado trout bryce harper all these young kids coming basically straight out of high school i know he wasn't out of high, so they're tough you got to beat up on these teams you can't throw a series away i mean right now you're almost at the midpoint of the season and these are the series you have to win you can't piss away you know Losing two games at Kansas City. I'm sorry. I get their decent team, but still, those—that's a team you need to beat. I know yeah. you went three and two on the five-game road trip, but still, like you, this is an important series.
1: I gotta say though, um, it, in their last, what did I have down there? Right. In their last 17 games, they're 11 and six. Their pitching has sucked, but their hitting has remained consistent. You got a large enough sample size to say this is what the Red Sox are. Yep. They got piss poor. Although you know we are in the sticky icky. Uh, Uh, you know, times times right now. Uh, Monday was the first day that umpires were um, checking pitchers, frisking, frisking. Basically. (laughs) I just got an update on if you guys did that. Max Scherzer was upset with the frisking. Uh, today, uh, Did you see
0: uh, DeGrom last night. They made him yeah. basically pull his pants down.
1: We'll get to DeGrom. <laughs> we'll handle that spectacularly like he's handling everything this year. Uh, my greater point is the Red Sox are what they are. They continue to battle. They continue to win. That Royal series was probably the first series since they got swept by um, by the Orioles to start the season that they pissed one away that they didn't salvage it. And, and, you know, and this is what they're going to be. They're going to beat up on bad teams and they're going to probably split against good teams. Um, Yeah. I agree with you. If you keep going up against your division uh, rivals here in three game sets, you can't drop two of them. Obviously that's just, that's just math. But uh, I I, I give the, I'm at a point in the season where I give the Red Sox a chance to win basically every game um that they're in because i think that's the type of team they're in and i think that's the state baseball's in the pitching is absolutely wild the the, specifically to the rays you got glass now still crying in the fucking dugout uh he was a huge part of that team i know that they still got young talent and good young talent but um we said it they're gonna
2: come back down to earth everybody's
1: come back down to earth Ray.
2: You no, know it sucks with the Red Sox too. Is that you have to watch every game because they never quit. Unlike years past that they would just fucking turtle and just call it a day. This team fucking fights till the ninth inning till the final out, and that's what sucks. That you have to watch this shit. <laughs> like, god damn sucks. it! That's I what sucks. It. No, it's what's good. But from a
1: viewer perspective, on the grander scheme, yeah, it, if it's, you're going, it's like four, for four hours, hours, you have yeah, to watch. You're like, god damn it! At least I'm the like, last yeah. hour. In either yeah. way, yeah. Think about that. Like, watch the last hour. You've missed three hours.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's still like, it's insane. I think they, they, they do. Oh, that's
1: Let me give you some bright spots. So I'll start with the bad spot. Uh, Arroyo who had been playing really well for you from in the lead up spot, had a couple big clutch hits in the last week or so. He's dealing with the bone bruise in the shin after a collision with Kike Hernandez, who had himself a decent, decent weekend over the weekend, decent weekend over the weekend, that place, um, a couple other positive things coming up. You got Tanner Hawk. Tanner Hawk is pitching in Worcester. Looks good. Uh, I'm convinced they're going to a six man rotation after this all star break. You got Chris Sale, who's going to be pitching up in Portland next week, reportedly. Um, Connor Siebold is down in Worcester, that they wanted to get him some time coming up. I just think that with everything going on in this pitching rotation and in this staff, and you got these young kids down there, I, I don't see how they don't give some of these guys some rest, quote unquote. And let them figure out their shit. Nick Pavetta has a 5.97 Jeez. ERA over the last six starts after starting the year with a 3.16 ERA and eight starts. Tell me that they weren't cheating. They, were, they got to figure out their shit. So I fully expect them to bring some fresh blood onto that pitching staff. Come the all-star break or right around that time, which is right around the corner.
0: Yeah. You might not even have to go to a six man rotation because you, you can just DL, Erod. rod I mean, it seems like it's the most obvious choice. He's been pitching like shit. I think his ERA is uh, hovering around seven right now. You know, shut him down. Figure out his shit. You can make up something. He pulled the dick muscle, fucking his old lady. Boom. Done. <laughs> something fucking stupid. It just shut him down. Then you get ho- ho- up there. You know, and I think you might not. You'll probably start seeing him stretch uh, Whitlock out a little bit too. You know, I mean, they 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 envision him as a starter long term. So you might you may see him kind of maybe you know spark start in the well. Hey, none rotation. of these guys are
1: going past four innings anyway. So no, might as well no. throw Whitlock in there for four, right?
2: Um. Yeah. Do no, you think, think Erod goes more than four innings tonight? Nope.
0: Nope. He's already going to have two runs in the first inning. So I. It's tied
2: two two right now. You have to DLE, Rod. It's time. You got
1: to put him down. You got to set him down. Uh, you got to rest that dick muscle and make sure that he <laughs> has something in the tank. Like It's not like you, you don't need it. I don't want to get into the trade deadline and whether the Red Sox are buyers and who's out there yet. We're a little bit far away. Um, I think, look, you're in the last week of June. We said if you got through June, June 500, you're in good shape. They're ahead of pace. They're yep. ahead of pace. And they got a big series with the Yankees after this, after the Rays series. So if you can hold water, if you can tread water through these next two series, I think you're going to be in good shape. And then you still have to go take care of business against the shit teams. You have to take care of business against the bad teams in the AL, uh, which they've done most of the season. So, look, I'm still bullish on this team. I think that they can still go out there and produce as long as injuries don't hit their their, uh, big part of the lineup. And yeah, I, I expect them and want them to give these young arms a chance because it doesn't matter at this point, the way that their staff is pitching, throw fucking anybody out there. They're going to go four innings and give up, give up four, and then it, hand it over to the bullpen. So give me Hawk. I like Hawk and give me yeah. Seabold. He looked pretty fucking good in spring training, man. He, I mean, maybe it was the task, well, but he had some, yeah, he's coming off an ball. injury
0: too. So, I mean, he, he got a kind of a late start. He went on the DL kind of early down there. But, yeah, I mean, I had the Red Sox, you know, you guys said 500. I wanted them, you know, seven or eight games over 500. i I'd kind of be a believer in the Red Sox. I mean, you're seeing it. They're there. We were just
2: you're... saying about June, not the whole.
0: No, I said it, June. Like, I've, I've been saying up until now they're 82-83 win team. You know, so, I mean, if they make it through this stretch, you know, seven, eight games over 500, even six. I'll give them six games over 500. You know, then I'll I'll back off my 82 games, 83. You know, they close close to 90 you yep. know, that they're a legit buyer at the trade deadline right now. It should that's, be the way. So
1: they should be in a, in a responsible way. They're not getting high on is not going to give up any prospects. He's just not,
0: well, they don't have any one to give. He's going like,
1: to go I mean, buy a bad contract is what he's going to do. And hopefully it works out is my expectation, but let's wait to get to that. I want to give you the uh, DABOK watch, which we have not got to in a while. Uh, Guy's been on a little be bit of a it. tear. A little bit there, 13 for 34, hitting 382, three home runs, two triples, one double. Um, did you, do you see how he's swinging? Do you see how far he's choking up in that bat? Yeah, he's it's like three inches up the bat, like shortened his swing
2: like a about.
0: Hey, just think, you know, you get rid of the sticky icky icky all of a sudden. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all of a sudden.
2: That, I did not think of that either. I didn't even Bobby think D about Bobby D
0: coming around. Uh, he's, he's swinging a good bat. You need a number nine hole. You know, I mean, he, you know, you, you had nothing, zero production, six, you know, seven, eight, nine. So, I mean, it's nice. I don't expect it to last. He strikes out or he hits a home run. Well, he's got a couple triples, so almost hits a home run.
2: What's his average now?
0: Uh, like two. D, I don't even he's know. He's above so the much. Mendoza line. So yeah, that's it's fine. like two zero. Yeah, it's not great. But <laughs> if he uh... hit, if he hit 35 to 40 home runs, I don't give a shit what he batted. But he's not. He's not, not going to do that. Yeah. He'll never no. fucking do that.
1: He won't. He won't, uh, but he is what, he's what they got. All right. Uh, let's, let's talk about the Monday enforcing the sticky rule. Uh, de DeGrom got the attention. Uh, they frisked him up and down and he didn't say a word. He asked if he wanted to take his belt off. He handled it like a pro. And then he went out there and fucking dominated and continue. Is it time to start talking about DeGrom? Like, do we have to start talking about him in the Pedro conversation with the year that he's having, or is it, or is he cheating?
0: Well, didn't you know, he
2: pitch? Didn't he pitch three 100 mile fastballs, and then they checked them?
0: No, it was after the inning, but yeah, to Akuna, he went like yeah. 101, 100, 101 or some ridiculous.
1: <laughs> let me give you, the, let me give you the shit that he's got going on. 12 straight games with one run or fewer. That breaks Bob Gibson's record from 1968. He's got 30 consecutive scoreless innings. He has a 0.5 ERA, 0.51 whip, the lowest since 1901. Bill? He has 117 strikeouts to 27. 27- <laughs> You're
0: missing the best part. You're Go missing ahead. the best part. You know how many runs he's given up all year?
1: No, I don't have that in front of me.
0: Like four or five. You know how many RBIs he has this year? Six.
1: <laughs> it's Damn. unbelievable. It's unbelievable.
0: He's thirty-three. Is he cheating? Or is or is, is he this good? He's this good. You saw it early. You know, I think he's a Tommy John guy. I think he got a- he's had a couple injuries. Yeah. Yeah, he's had and a he couple had some scares. Ones. He's
1: already had some scares this year. I mean, he threw hundred one.
0: Like- he's dude. He's disgusting. He's the best pitcher in all baseball. And 100, what'd you say? 127 strikeouts or 117? 117, 117
1: before the All Star break to 27 hits.
0: It's disgusting. Like he, like, yeah, this is Pedro in his prime. I, I would.
2: You it know, sucks that he plays for the Mets. If he played for any like meaningful organization, he'd be a superstar.
0: I mean, look at his run. He was he won back to back Cy Youngs on real bad Mets teams. Like no. he's been this good for a long time. I, you know his ERA. What was his ERA last year? Like 1.8. You Know in the year before that when he won a Cy Young was right around two, like he's disgusting. It, it would be nice to see him kind of pitching that AL, yeah. You know, I'd like that, but you know, he's absolutely filthy, he's, Absolute like he's Pedro esque right now. I'm yeah, not putting him, Pedro's one of a kind, but he's he's up there.
1: Well, it's because he plays for the Mets, right? Like Pedro had, um, you know, he obviously the World Series was at the end of his run but he had playoff performances that he, you know, he had the 99 coming out of the bullpen. He had, uh, good playoff performances after that. he had the all-star game that he struck out. Uh, what was it? Five the first four or four to five, six,
0: five out of six. And then he went on the uh, DL for like two months. Doesn't matter. No <laughs> one
1: remembers the DL stint. They just remember him in film striking fucking people out. That was part of his legacy. The part is he has an aura. He has a legacy around him. The J- Grom is stuck in the graveyard. That is Mets baseball. And he's never going, he's never leaving. He's, or if he does, he's not going to leave when he's this good. Like he's just unfortunately going to be one of these guys, one of the best pitches of his era that not a lot of people will probably ever. Fortunately,
2: remember. his bank role is going to be better than all of ours and our grandkids and our kids fucking combined too. Well, that's not a, a nice. Deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Switching gears. This should be
1: fun. NBA. The seven, the Philadelphia 76ers lost game seven to Trey young and the Hawks, the fifth seed Hawks at home. Doc Rivers yet again blows it. Ben Simmons. I don't have it in front of me. I meant to look it up. I don't know if, Ray, if you have it in front of your bill. That stat line from Ben Simmons' fourth quarters. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I can attempted. give it to
2: you. I can give it to you. Yeah. Uh, he was
0: what? Uh, two for two.
2: One, one, for,
0: one. one for one in Ofer, 0 for 0. Didn't right. shoot the ball in the fourth quarter
1: for five straight. <laughs>
2: that's fucking nuts and you're a
1: max fucking player
0: quarter. what are you talking about 100 it quarter. just makes me
1: laugh and I, it's not like i was i've been really hard on him beat because i think he's been a dog and underachieving and doesn't play the right way as a seven footer in this nba and and everything about it but he played okay he i mean he was good he he put up numbers um
0: didn't try young ben simmons was so in yeah, he he was he not sucked. good. He had
1: big buckets and late in the fourth, though he had two big buckets late in the fourth. I watch a second I That ginger, I, I watched the fourth quarter. That ginger Hearder, Herter, who the Celtics have a shot at actually, he he was lighting them up, lighting them up. They just, it was just, it was so terrific to watch. And then right there with a chance to tie the game, Ben Simmons made a move, could have dunked it on Trey Young, passed it to his uh, Tybald, who got fouled and,
0: and missed wide one of his open. Dude, you saw them wide express- open. You saw Embiid throw his hands like at his hips, like clearly frustrated. He's gone. And then after the game, he was like,
2: Simmons you know, is gone, dude. I-, I
0: think if we had made an open shot and said we get one free throw, that pretty much losses the game. That's it. One <laughs> of those has got one of the- a buddy of mine sent me a text today that I guess um, they're going to make him shoot right handed now and they're going to completely and utterly start from scratch because to get with all Ben this- Simmons. Yeah. To get all the, if he's a lefty, right? So it's, they're going to no, switch.
1: His, he's right. Oh, he shoots lefty, but he's a righty. He's a, yeah, right, so a righty, they're righty gonna, person.
0: They're going to make him shoot with his right hand to get all the, the bad habits out of the left hand. So he, my buddy is like, ah, I don't think they're going to trade him now. I, he's got to go. It's either him or a bead. And if, if it beeps up, the Celtics need to go for him. I don't give a shit. He's
2: yeah. going, I think he's going as rookie or no, it's not his rookie deal, but he's up for max money, like a super max deal. They, they will not
0: he will win out. I don't care. What,
1: oh, all
2: right, so all right, I don't care what what
1: the Sixers do, but I I do care how it affects the Celtics. I I don't want to move on from the fact that Doc Rivers uh, lost another series in which he was favored. He didn't have a three one lead like he has twice in the past. But um, three times, Doc Rivers three times, Doc, put some respect
0: on his name. Sorry, three times. Three times
1: he lost with with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan in their prime. He lost with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in their prime. He lost with. Uh, uh,
0: now this Paul Pierce, is, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. Don't Paul forget Pe- they they lost in 2010 and they lost to the Magic, which I know the Magic went to the finals with Dwight Howard, but I mean, dude, they could have, they should have probably won that series too. So I mean, you're talking 09 and 2010 with the Celtics, and then he fucking jumped ship because he didn't want to be in a rebuild. Yeah, overrated, he get, he's he needs overrated. to get burnt
1: for the rebuild. I don't burn him for Game Seven against the Lakers. I mean,
0: doesn't matter. You got a fucking world he, peace. But either way, lost. since
1: he left the Celtics and Kevin Garnett he has drastically underachieved drastically underachieved and this is just yet another notch in that belt and yeah he needs he needs to be when doc rivers has spoken about you need to talk about underachieving as a coach or not and bill you sent this then (laughs) tirade from josh smith was it
0: Yo, that baby couldn't That chapter one. Not, that, that chapter cannot one.
1: be repeated on these airways.
0: A bombs on that. Basically whole, yeah, saying,
1: dude. though, Doc Rivers doesn't know how to coach and doesn't know what the fuck he's
0: talking about. And, that, and that's why his see... wife almost left him. Yeah, that, that was a. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when did that that I came out a lot. Yeah,
0: that was like, whoa. No that was like, whoa. That was like,
2: whoa. You don't know how to coach a basketball team. <laughs> N word, N word, N word. I thought Bill was writing his fucking shit on that after that. Like, damn. But did you see the quote they had about the. uh, 2008 Celtics, when they won it all, like they should have better uh, respect for him because Doc Rivers was the coach. He's the biggest choke card of all time. <laughs> this should be a greater team that we all salute and be like, holy shit, they're actually way better than we thought they I were. I can see Paul that Pierce getting behind that sentiment. Though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do a blow off a hooker's oh, ass he? saying that.
1: <laughs> he just started a, a weed uh, business in, in Mess. Or he just invested in one, probably. I mean, he probably, That's his probably has moves. nothing to do with it. But he's you know, getting, moves. hes I mean, he's a big weed guy. He's probably like oh, laughing I mean, his ass fired. off. He's been <laughs> laughing his ass off since he got fired by ESPN. And now Doc Rivers is getting run through the mud being like, I'm Paul Pierce. I'm better than Doc Rivers. He sucked. That was us. I,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if you see Doc in the next year or two go back to like calling games. You know, Hubie Brown up there, where's ESPN? He's 85. Philly ain't going to fire him. He might walk away. I mean, at this point, I mean, if you, you're getting all the criticism, you're, you're run down, you can't fucking – He has a
2: scapegoat games. in Ben Simmons. He can say Ben Simmons wants to be that serious. He's not going to leave Philly. He's going to rebuild. He's going to retool. and Bede's going to lure some guys – lure? Lure? Lure. Lure? Some guys, lure. some, lure. some, some uh, players onto this team, and they're going to do a complete rebuild. And then if that doesn't work, then I can see him leaving, but he ain't going anytime soon. Simmons Good segue. Hold on, to... Bill. If they trade
1: Ben Simmons, um, do you want him on the Celtics? No.
0: If he was a pass and just defend guy, yes, but that contract, no. So, no, that contract's, I mean, you guys told me Ugh. we you just know,
2: got rid of that max deal that we didn't want. Now, but I mean,
0: yeah, but but I'll tell you this one thing I mean, he's a first team all defender. I think he's first team last year. You know, if, if he's you an all on, NBA player, if you put him on a, a team with you know solid wings, which the Celtics have two of the you know best wings in the in the game right now. You know, and you take the pressure on him to not be a star with Tatum. And we've been saying it, Rich, like a Rondo type. You know, he's a better Rondo type, and he's an all-NBA all, all NBA player. But that contract scares me, especially if you keep fucking with that shot. But, I mean, that's the type of player the Celtics need. They don't need a Kemba Walker as a point guard. If you had a fucking guy that could just pass and defend, this team could be going, you know. That's right. What you said is right.
1: They need that type of player. I believe that, too. Ben Simmons is not that type of player. Ben Simmons is the most overrated player in the NBA. He is not better than Rondo. Rajon Rondo will be a better player at the end of Ben Simmons' career than Ben Simmons ever was. Ben Simmons has been hyped up and overrated his entire season. He got rookie of the year his second year in the NBA. So Think about Griffin, that.
0: Though,
1: didn't he? I don't remember. My point, is, there, Bill. my point is, stop blowing up my spot when I'm shitting on Ben Simmons. You can't, f- forget about the contract. The contract is a non-starter. You can't have a guy Who's your star? He can't play the fourth quarter. No. He literally can't shoot. Anyone who wants to compare him to Rajan Rondo and the Celtics winning in 2008 with Rondo, who couldn't shoot, go look at Rondo in the playoffs. Yeah. That dude's dropped, dropped 44. He's Rondo dropped 40. He's dropped 30 of guys' heads. He's hitting big threes. He hits daggers. He can hit layups. When he has an open dunk, he dunks it on people's heads. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade snapped that guy's arm because he was afraid of him scoring on him. And he still put up fucking numbers. Do not put... Ben Simmons, bum ass, in the same conversation as playoff Rondo. He oh, is a. Sorry.
0: Sorry. I just... Rondo yeah, is... No, no, no. You're agreeing. Your playoff Rondo is a borderline I Hall of famer about... for what I... he's done in the fucking playoffs. Ooh, you take that back. You take that back right now.
1: Rondo gets disrespected around here way too much because he's an asshole. Ben Simmons is a. Putz, Dude, he... And he's also a mental fucking midget. He can't handle it. He can't handle it. Keep him away. We have too many soft guys on this team already. Keep him away from the Boston Celtics. No way. No. Unless it's for Marcus Smart. Uh, I'll, trade bucks two in goldfish.
2: Six? I'll trade two goldfish for Marcus Smart. <laughs> well, that makes sense, Dr. Big Mac. Uh,
1: bucks in six?
2: Nope. Bucks in five? The, nope. I'm taking the Atlanta Trey Youngs. Wow. Wow.
0: Ooh, I, I like Bucks in six. We were just
2: talking about six. choke artists. Who the fuck this... is the biggest choke artist in the NBA now left in the playoffs? That would be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Paul George. No. Uh,
0: why?
1: Uh I am taking the bucks. I think they got over a hurdle. I think they got over over a hurdle with this Nets team. I think they're riding high. I think Drew Holiday has a big uh, big piece of that. Uh Chris Middleton never gets talked about, but he dropped 48 in that game 7, by the way, and the game-winning shot, by the way. Why would so, they talk about that? He's a,
0: he's a Celtics killer, too. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. Game 7 he was a Nets killer. Um uh real never quick, never the lottery is tonight. Do we have a first pick, Ray? No, it's not uh, even started oh, yet. I've been well, watching. What do you know? The NBA is dragging this fucking thing out. Uh, Rockets have the best shot at 14% and Pistons, Magic, Thunder, Warriors at 14 uh, have a half percent chance at the first. I just think if the Rockets don't get the first overall pick, what a disaster. Yeah. You absolute Disaster.
0: So if they fall to, to like four or five, uh, OKC is going to fucking pick swap with them.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were on a little business meeting before you got on with the undrafted boys and that's what the big OKC fan. That's what he was hoping for. I'll tell you what though, with all He's these, like, picks, I don't want number one pick. He's like, I'll take fucking three and we'll just switch with the rockets and we'll be fine. I'll tell you this. If OKC uh,
1: manages to fall out of the top five or, or, or doesn't get a couple good picks here in the upcoming years with everything that they've done in, with these draft picks, they're fucked too. If you just keep, if you just got 17 picks in the teens and twenties, good luck to you. So it'll be interesting to see what, what lands there. Um, let's, uh, I was going to talk about the Olympics, but CP3 opted out. I thought he's opted in Harden's in Durant's in, um, you got a bunch of veterans. Do you have, do you Tatum. think has, well, I know my, my, my where I'm going with this. If you read the email bill, would you think this really has either. any effect on Jason Reading. Tatum and the Celtics I did read in, the email, in the upcoming you years? Prickly. You got 2000- Bradley, you got Bradley Beal, who is Jason Tatum's babysitter who ha- is up next year, who we all think Brad Stevens is positioning himself to make an offer on. Do you think these two guys can go to one of these veterans and go, you know, the Celtics is the place to be. This is where we're going get-
2: to gonna try and go. No. 2008, 2008. That's what LeBron did. That's This is the perfect time to do it. You're going to be with these guys for almost a month. Like might as well start recruiting. No, I got a max spot coming up fucking 2022. Come here. We'll win a championship. Let's make this a dynasty right now.
0: No, they're going to recruit Jason Tatum. If you don't start making moves, I think that's, that's the biggest thing we should be afraid of is people recruiting him to go.
1: I'm That's definitely afraid point. of that, but he's signed for five years at max
0: money. They're not yeah, going to, what if he starts demanding a trade? He I mean, can't this happen.
1: early. No one, he can't. This he's, early. he's locked it, up
0: for five years.
1: He's with Boston at least three more years. And then he can force his way out with two or one year left in his contract. And if you get Bradley Beal in the meantime next year, and you got two years with Tatum and, and Beal on the same team, you have to, like, you he's have the to the only logical choice though
0: is Bradley Beal. I don't think yes anyone's... because of Tatum, because yeah, he wants exactly. his
1: babysitter. Literally.
0: He wants it his babysitter like, on his team. sounds like they've got their coach too, a duco or yeah. whatever I'm yeah. for it. And I think it. The, it sounds like Tatum and Brad are pretty, pretty stoked
1: happy about, about it. it yeah. So, I mean, well, it, they it coached sounds- him in, they coached him in the world last year, um, a duco, whatever his name is uh, coached, you know, we you had Kemba and Brown and Tatum and smart, smart on the, yeah. uh, on that us team. So yeah, they have experience with him. He's been with the nets. So uh, I'm sure Tatum has texted Kyrie and got his fucking opinion.
0: No, he partied with him after the Nets blew us out. <laughs>
2: right, Jason. The world's uh, flat. Thanksgiving is not a holiday. And what is government? And suck my dick. <laughs> uh, you you guys, said, are fucking...
0: you
1: guys Olympic? Are you guys Olympic watchers? Yep. I knew Ray would be. Bill, you are you a like avid Olympic watcher?
0: Um, no, not really. I prefer the winter more, just for hockey, and I uh, like the snowboarding and stuff. But the winter, uh, the summer, I don't give a shit about running and all that track and field stuff.
2: All the, the running you do, I'm surprised.
0: I do more walking and bicycling, Raymond. <laughs> bicycling.
2: Uh,
1: Tokyo's alone. 10,000 fans in the stands, by the way. Their residents are pissed. They have a ton of fucking COVID in Tokyo. They don't give a shit. Nope. They don't give a shit. And fucking- I don't, I, you know, like, if you were an athlete, I watched something on Simone Bile, uh, the crazy gymnast. She's like, you know, 23, which is like five years older than you're supposed to be be an Olympic gymnast, and she's going insane anyway like imagine being her and like having your second olympics canceled that would suck so yeah i feel for him uh yeah everyone go get COVID over in tokyo come on back we got vaccines since i'll
0: tell you though i used to watch michael phelps just the hype i just wanted to see him win gold medals so i used (laughs) to check out the swimming i mean dude i just want to break the red big old dumb head
1: no i know you're um all right uh Right. Uh, Quickly. I figured since we're in the international department quickly, just give us the update Euro 2020. It says here, uh, knockout spots decided group finals. So just give us a quick thought on that.
2: Uh, the big group was group F, which Unfortunately,
1: group... though, we are running oh, a little fuckers. bit late. We have to get to this uh, sponsor. Back to Basics is uh, the, the one you want to go to for all your CBD needs. Our resident CBD user, Bill, uh, has no shoulder. Give us a quick update on that shoulder and how uh, Back to Basics CBDs have, have helped you uh, through those lonely, painful nights.
0: You want a real update on my shoulder? I'll get nope. to that later. But, nope. But I would just yep. like you
1: to be a part of the read.
0: A good. Good. Fake it. Good for some pain. I use it all the time that's what it is. I mean, I use,
1: I have excellent take back to basics is what you want to go to back to basics, LLC.com. That's B a K the number two basics, LLC.com. Put your order in today and you get a free sample with every order you place, you get a free sample. They got a number of products that you want to get yourself into. So all natural remedies for sleep, for aches, for pains, anything you want. If you haven't tried CBD, get yourself a free sample, give it a shot. If you know about it, Give old Dr. Tom over Back to Basics the shot. They are doing excellent things. Back uh, to Backtobasicsllc.com. Okay. Um, sorry, Ray, we couldn't get to soccer there. Generally, leave it for the end of the show to let you uh, ramble on about it, but we um, have to get to a couple more things. Uh, Stefan Gilmore is still holding out. Let me give you a couple pieces on this. There, uh, there's talk that this is not as a big a deal as people are starting to make it out to be. And I'm, I want to ask you if you believe it, but I want to give you two motivations. One from the Gilmore camp, one from the Patriots camp. Here's the motivation from Gilmore that he'll be back and playing for the Patriots. This is per Phil Perry of NBC, Boston. If he uh, skips training camp, he misses. He gets fined fifty thousand dollars a day. He's already been fined ninety three thousand and change for missing minicamp. If he misses preseason games, he's fined four hundred eleven sixty four thousand dollars per preseason game if he doesn't make it to training camp he has potentially to uh, not accrue a seat they won't let him accrue the season this season coming up to be played which is means a lot for younger players but in his position it means a lot on the back end in terms of retirement it means if he plays 13 seasons but they don't count this one he only gets 12 so he only gets x percentage of his retirement money you, when, he, you can when he retires
0: sh- so with that you can show up you got to play six games it might be seven now with you know the extra game thrown in, but that's how you accrue your season, Logan. Not Mankins. if you don't
1: throw up the training camp. It's in. It's a clause in the CBA that if you that's don't a show up one, the training camp, that Logan they, Mankins they can... never
0: did. Like he, he sat. I think he fucking sat out the whole until what week ten.
1: I'm only telling you what Phil Perry told me, and per the CBA no, I didn't again. When you talked about
2: no, we talked about this in a text message. Blame the source. <laughs>
1: Blame Bill? the source. Okay, Phil Perry says if you don't show up to training camp, there's a clause that they can uh, technically not um, uh, 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 choose to accrue that season. If you hold out in that, in that fashion, let me give you the other side of the camp, uh, from the Celtics st- standpoint, we haven't really touched on this, but Gilmore is set to be paid 7 million this year, but his cap it's 16 million. So, um, uh, if you're in line for a, say, call it a three year, 50 million, 30 million, uh, guaranteed for Gilmore, you're going to knock that cap hit down a little bit. As we all know, um, uh, the Patriots like to do that, to give themselves a little more flexibility, so uh, quickly your thoughts on the Gilmore situation as training camp
2: comes up here. And in... when does it start? A couple weeks?
0: Uh, like a month, end of July.
2: Yeah. It's end of July. July. I, what, he'll training. show up. I think he'll show up. I think a deal will get worked in. Uh, Patriots are just dragging their feet right now. I bet both camps just want like one thing or another, you know, dot the I's cross the T's kind of thing. So you'll see Gilmore, if not the first week, definitely by the second week of training camp, he'll be he flew
0: man. up from Charlotte this weekend too. He's actually in town now. So, I mean, you know, and, three for 50 with 30 guaranteed. I mean, Darius Slay signed that in his, I think it kicks in this year in his age 31 season. Are you taking Darius Slay for that or, or Stefan Gilmore? Cause I'm taking Stefan Gilmore all day. So that, I mean, it seems like, yeah, front load the contract, make that dummy year, lower the cap hit this year. I mean, you still got the space. you got plenty yep. of space. You're $18 million under the salary cap right now. you got plenty of space. I don't think Jones is signed. So that's probably going to eat up. You know, I forget what it is. Is there six million, something like five, that? Five, yeah,
2: five and a half, five and chains, or whatever. Still, so, you still got enough money to sign them.
0: You got plenty enough money to sign yeah. and leave room for the, you know, your patent and, you know, um, end of training camp cuts and, and off season move, you know, mid season moves they do. So, I mean, you probably want around 10 million. So, yeah, you can lower it, but you can afford it if you really fucking want it.
1: I don't think they want to. I think that's the point. I think that the Patriots have a uh, track record from a business standpoint of not always spending directly to the cap. And they, you know, they handed out, as we've noted many times, half a quarter billion dollars in guaranteed money this year. So uh, they've spent plenty. I'm sure if they could, uh, you know, manipulate that cap, they will with Gilmore. And I think everybody wants to to come to a conclusion. I think, you know, reports are Gilmore wants to be here. He wants to be a Patriot. He wants to play here. And, um, you know, I, I think Belichick only wanted to trade him because he couldn't get him at his cost. He, I'm sure he understands what kind of player Gilmore is. And, the you know, Bill Belichick's bad boy track record is kind of fucking out the window. When you got a Devin McCourty, uh, Dante Hightower, you know, these big money uh, mid to, uh, to young 30-year-olds still on the roster, I fully expect Gilmore to be back as well.
2: We lost Bill. There he is. This is a fun one. I like, fo- a, I, I like. I like that nice little "Who've done it? Who is it?" You've been following. You've been following this.
1: Tom Brady went on. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ! What the, was it the, the shop or oh, no, the no. barbershop? The, the shop. shop.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was a shop.
1: And he motherfucked some quarterback in the NFL when asked uh, specifically about the teams that passed on him. Um, I got two. His rendition was I got one uh, when talking to that court, when talking to that team, you're going to stick with this motherfucker and then went on to win a Super Bowl and jam it down everybody's throats. I have two thoughts on this. Obviously, who is he talking about? But also, no, three thoughts. Number one, Belichick and the Patriots kind of had it. They kind of had it with Brady that his market wasn't going to be as robust as it was. And Tom Brady did not want to go to the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No. the real And money- he won the Super Bowl anyway. So fucking A, Belichick, could you just give him this guy 30 million and loosen the fucking strings a little bit, a little? It's just it sucks from all angles, but it's so fascinating that Brady's motherfucking guys now on life, it's national
0: television. Who yeah, was it, it? Who was it, Bill? Trubisky. Yep. Uh, I think the rumor, you know, Dan Patrick had it, I believe. You know, and I, I think Jay Stu had it early March. Like that, that rumor was floating around. It came down to Tampa and, and Chicago, and they chose Mitchell Trubisky. But I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good, good um, option there because you know he wanted to also play for his you know boyhood boy, team, boy, boyhood team. So that's another one they had falling out. I mean, you heard it. You know, Bill uh, Brady made Bill trade fucking Garoppolo and all that that power struggle he, he supposedly locked him out of tb12 and wouldn't let him rehab there and shit like that so i mean you know see i think kind
1: of- sorry to interrupt you i i i pulled Garoppolo i knocked grapple out of it because i think tom brady did all those things to Garoppolo because he see, he saw him as a threat and i think this you know you got to take whatever word brady was talking about i think he did not respect this guy as a quarterback in the NFL. So Trubisky is a good one. My, are you with Trubisky, Ray? Oh, yeah. That's who I think it is. Mine's Goff. I think they wanted L.A. I think they wanted L.A. bad. Well, the and Chargers were in it. Well, Goff. when you say oh. they, you mean Giselle wanted L.A. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, don't forget the Chargers, too, because that was another team, and they ended up, dra- you know, they went the Herbert route. But the Chargers. Did they have for-
1: Tyrod Taylor at that point? Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> could be another good one. Like, Think about where Brady wanted to go and the quarterbacks in place. I don't think it's Jimmy because I think the relationship probably gets in the way. It wasn't New Orleans because Drew Brees, he's not going to do that to Drew. So, yeah, it's either Tr- Trubisky, who everybody knows is trash, or I think they desperately want to get to the, the West Coast. Now?
0: <laughs> See, there was a the West Coast was weird because at one point, you know, they squashed that rumor, or someone squashed it, that they didn't want to go to the West Coast because they wanted to stay closer to, to his son in New York or kind of on the East coast. So, I mean, I think it's, it has to be Trubisky. It has to be, you know, that rumor was real. It came Tampa and Chicago, you know, and at the time it's like, man, I, I would have went to Chicago. You know, you have a, a the better defense, you know, they, they underachieved obviously have no quarterbacks there, but you put Brady on that team, I guarantee the, the, Chicago Bears would have won that Super Bowl. Garin fucking yeah. even Allen Robinson, they had some like David Montgomerys. There. It doesn't That's matter. A-
2: he would have recruited whatever he wanted. What would, have, would have it to Chicago? Wherever Brady went, Gronk was going, and he would have got any player that he wanted if they had enough cap room. That's the kind of pull he had around the league.
0: Well, Chicago had seven tight ends on their active roster every week, so I don't think they could have fucking made a room for Gronk.
2: I'm sure they I could know have. If know they would a bunch have been of smart
1: them. enough, to, the Bears front office is fucked up a lot of shit. Uh, I'm just going with the Giselle Giselle motivation. Uh, get me, get me out of this cold weather. Get me out of this cold weather, Tom. A um, lot to get to still. Let's quickly move on. Carl Nazib came out from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders defensive lineman as the first openly active gay player in the NFL. Is it a sign that we've come a, a, a certain amount of way or a long way that it's not that, like, it's a story, but
2: Michael Sam was a bigger story. He came out he after he was out of the league.
1: No, he, he didn't he came, active,
2: out in the, no, no. he came out he with came college. college. He was drafted. He was the first gay man drafted in the NFL. No, didn't he Peyton... not make the team? No, like, they didn't he not play? Again. They cut yeah, him, cut him, cut him. He
0: never played in the NFL why game. Why is it
1: well then why is this why is Carl Nassib getting credited for the first active NFL player? Because, because he's, he's played, actually he's active Okay, seasons, so Sam so seasons? Michael Sam didn't make a team. Right. Uh,
0: no, he never made he got cut. He was a Well, There you go,
1: Ray. I don't know. I don't know if you follow the words bottom of the totem bowl You're thumb, asking me if I follow active words versus non-active either way. My point is it's a good story. I think it's a positive story. He's got the best-selling Jersey in the NFL. Um, the past two with, days with the, I always screw this up. LGBTQ. Fanatics. I think I nailed that T. Uh, community right behind. T. T. Sorry. Uh, with that, com- <laughs> Ray's trying to think of it in the best LGBT.
2: So.
0: Uh,
2: Q. Q.
1: There's no Q in there.
0: Yes, there is. Queer. That's it's not a beep. beep. That's, That's not a beep.
1: beep. Uh, so anyway, whatever. He's got the best-selling jerseys in the last two two days
0: look at him in look the it NFL. Up dumb shit.
2: He's so stupid. He's time traveling. What the hell oh, is, an is I? There's a it's plus. LGBTQI. I thought it was a plus. And there's a
1: plus. Um, can we not get into this? We're going to get in trouble. Um, my yep. point is the early like most people, most players in the NFL are in their early twenties. They've grown up in a different era. They've grown up in a in a world where this is more accepted than it was in the past. I just look at it as a, I, I don't know, good, good. D- I hope I hope you don't suck.
0: I hope you're good. He's not awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I mean he's all right. I think that had, wasn't well, a joke, Ray. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> okay. I think he had. Yeah, yeah. Never mind.
1: Don't, don't. I mean, this is also this is actually this is actually my actual thought about this. Can those jo- are, are those jokes, and I'm sure those jokes are made in the locker room. Like he has to be cool.
2: We've all played sports.
1: Like you're gonna get rib, we rib on banging your mom like four times a show. Right? Exactly, you, you have to be able to get like rib for it just to be how much part is, how of many- that community, or it's gonna feel weird and not. How
2: many times does Bill say "suck my dick, bitch"? Like, come on, <laughs> tits, tits.
1: I anyway uh, good for calling hopefully just uh, you know uh, what do they do what do they say now normalize it hopefully it just doesn't it's just no longer a thing that's what that's the way I feel about it and everyone can just move on uh, lightning we're going to move on to the NHL then NCAA then golf and we have to be done in three minutes lightning demolish the Islanders 8-0 they go up 3-2 Barzal gets ejected for what I thought was a bullshit call do, what, yeah. any thoughts on that
0: God, two Islanders man you know that's eight nothing, eight fucking nothing. Woof! Wow!
2: Throwing the white flag at one point, and just fucking call it a day and see. You. Let's go to game seven. When did they pull did, they pull? did they pull Yeah,
1: they had to. Have. Yeah. I didn't yeah. see second period, right? I mean, the Lightning when they impose their will, they are just it was three U- nothing after the first, right?
0: Kucherov has twenty two points in sixteen games and zero goals.
1: That's not good Stamkos had a hat trick in the first period, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, they haven't played all season. They're fucking rounding into form, and they're about to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. I actually, I think it's going seven. I, I think Island is rebound. They're too tough not to, especially
2: yeah. in New York. Of course.
0: Oh, did you hear what Wagner said on the radio today? They had to switch hotels from Game Three and Four because they pulled the fire alarms like six or seven times a night.
2: Yep i respect them i don't know my advantage that's whole mice advantage that's what Bloody happens bricks, but <laughs> Patriots you know,
0: fans do it all the time during the super bowl yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah gotta do it okay two last thoughts here the ncaa the supreme court ruled in favor of ncaa athletes essentially giving them uh more options to get paid um didn't uh, i didn't read the whole court ruling because i'm not that smart but uh the, the players won so they, they have an ability to get paid. They also have an ability to tr- uh, further challenge um, these fascist NCAA uh, fuckers in court. Um, the Supreme Court ruled this 9-0. Here's the quote from uh, Justice Kavanaugh. The NCAA is not above the law. The NCAA couches its arguments for not paying student athletes in, in, in cautious labels. <laughs> That's not right. Uh, but the labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. No shit.
0: Good. You, they make billions and billions. And I don't want to hear the excuse of a free education is worth it. No, the billions and billions of dollars. Think about SEC schools. The best of the gyms in of they those. have. Look at Oregon. Look at Look at Oregon sponsored by Nike and they million, billion dollar fucking stadiums. And, and it's just like, and these guys make nothing, nothing. And have these kids eat
2: Robin noodles because they can't afford it because they come from or, inner and cities then, and, they're, and then you are getting recruited yeah. there. Yeah. You get a free meal, but you can't afford to fucking eat. It's and like fucking why, hey, this is I, is bullshit.
0: Yeah. And you wonder why, and I know there's a lot of shit bags, but you wonder why people are fucking robbing and stealing, stealing shit to eat. Huh. Yeah, a lot of these kids aren't coming from fucking. And like this said, isn't right? even
1: a ruling to say that, um, the schools have to share that money. This is just saying that they can't get in trouble for making money on their own name, which seems pretty fucking obvious in the land of America, free and whatever. Like, you're making money on my name. I can't make money on my name. Are you kidding me? You're selling my jersey with my number on it, and I can't sell my jersey with my number on it. Well, what it's like EA Sports, that guy, EA Sports like, got go Tattooed. Like, are you kidding me? Are you yeah. kidding me?
2: There was like a big petition when EA sports had the NCAA football and uh, players were like, that's my likeness. That's my number. That's me. And why can't I make money? You guys are selling this for $60 of a fucking piece. I can't make money off this. That's bullshit. Like yep. you are making like a tennis bill. We got a fucking bill in the video game, but yet you can't make any fucking money off that. That's, that's just not right. NCAA is a fucking highway robbery. It's the biggest crook organization in the fucking world. Other than FIBA um, or FIFA. 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 Yeah. They are the biggest I crooks did, in the world. I didn't know if I could talk about soccer because we already had a soccer minute. Only when we're talking about corruption.
1: Okay. Uh, speaking of corruption, the U.S. Open, something called John Rom. One, He's Spanish. Anybody watch this? Nope. 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 Okay. Welcome <laughs> to uh, – this has been the Simbite Sports Show, <laughs> Wednesday edition, June 23rd. We'll see you on Thursday for our interview with
2: Nicholas – Panatrias. Uh, Panatrias. Panatrias. Pen- 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 not, no, that's... Panaritas. No. Yeah, he's Panaritas. Greek. Remember, is Greek. Yeah, but I can't do a Greek accent. Okay, we'll see you on Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.
2: Uh, OKC has pick number six. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Where's oh. hey, just have the...